I mean, I, I think of two things when you say that. One is what you were saying just a few minutes ago about when people minimize their trauma, when people will say, oh, I, I should, this shouldn't be such a big deal because so-and-so oh, is going through oh, so please. much more. And that, that's yeah. just, we, we, we do that to ourselves all the time where we have to honor what we're going through and, and, and give it the attention that it needs because we can't minimize it. That's doing ourselves Absolutely. and the people around us such a huge disservice. But Absolutely. also to what you just said, you could have two people who have been through the exact same experience. Yeah. And, I, and I'll use myself again, for example, it's that you take my sister and I, who are very, very different people, who her being seven years older than me, we both lost our brother young, which affected us hugely. And then we both lost our mother a few oh, years later. That's trauma. And it, huge trauma. However, we're so different that yeah. the way to talk to me about it would have been very different with how to talk to her, even the way that we talk to each other. It took us years to be able to understand each other because of the age difference and where we were, just the the sibling order. And so even if you even if you know somebody who's going through something, maybe something that you went through and it was really not a big deal for you, but they seem to be struggling. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other factors that we really have to, we can't underestimate what somebody's feeling because also we don't know, this, the, you may have a lot more support around you than that person does or just coping skills that that person doesn't have. And so we, we really, we don't want to diminish our own pain, but also diminish somebody else's pain. And I, and I think that we don't even know, like I said to you, I know where my eating disorder started. I know where my trauma started was when I was 17 and my brother passed away. It, it, I've said anyone who knows me for five minutes knows my life has never been the same since that moment. And then losing my mother when I was pregnant 10 years later, and you, you, you describe the parent as a lighthouse. And it's funny you said that because I always say my mother was my home. She was my safe place to come home to. Oh, that's and I was, amazing. yeah. So I always say my brother was the protect, the invisible armor I wore out in the world to protect me. And my yeah. mother was my safe place to come home to. So by 28, I had lost my armor and my home. And it absolutely impacted me. But I think even me knowing that it's, you know, I tell you it's obvious. Still, it's taken me 50 something years to still kind of understand the impact. It really is never a criticism of parents. That's never what we're doing. Before you criticize, we criticize parents for not being a good enough night out or whatever it is. Always look at the parents that parented them. Like in the relay race, really, I see a metaphorical baton. There's a script, there's a family script. And don't look at parents, look at great great grandparents. And I often mm-hmm. see, look, there's a script that gets passed on down. And ultimately, what you become, what we become is, look, I'm going to be the dam. This has got to stop. This is not going to go past me because we know it gets passed on to the next generation. Yeah. And the best gift you can give to the gener- next generation, the children, is not to pass on some of the stuff to them. But you're not just working on your own stuff. What you must remember, in my view, is it's all the generations from back here that's, that you say it stops with me. So when it comes to love addiction, mm. let's say, I was saying at the beginning in my intro, I, I, I feel like I know a lot of people who seem, I would think, from a layman's perspective, that they seem to be addicted to, again, just needing to be with somebody, that yeah. they feel like they, they are not complete if they are yeah, with somebody. Awesome. They don't have somebody who, who is making them feel, like you said, wanted and validated. Yeah. But I, I, I would think that there are people who would even revolve their choices in life 
even as far as maybe finding a career where they think it would be easier to meet people that they might marry, it's, their hobbies, everything they do in life revolves around. Further than that. Absolutely. Really? And you than that. Absolutely. Because I've got to. And the so answer- how do you, well, let me, sorry, just because I'm thinking. Yeah, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> So, so what's the difference between, this is what I'm saying, with sex addiction, it almost seems like you can, it, it's easier to sort of almost visualize, but but with love addiction or something like this, it, it seems like it would be very easy to confuse it with, oh, just the romantic. I'm just a hopeless romantic, which makes it seem really pretty. Yeah. <laughs> but there's got to be that, like I yeah. said, that difference between when does pleasure become a problem? Yeah, there's a deficit. There's likely to be a deficit. You know, we won't put everybody in that box, but where mm-hmm. you see that, what has become really quite compulsive, I need to have, I need to have, I will, my, my antenna will go up and I'll be thinking, there's a deficit. And that for me immediately really starts to question there's an attachment void. There's a something happened back there. And it's not always obvious, Marcy. I often give the example of the minister who the congregation and is there for the congregation tries to give as much time to little Johnny playing cars on the carpet and football. But as soon as the phone rings, little Johnny hears the phone ring and sorry, son, I've got to go. Somebody needs me in the parish and such. And yeah, that's okay, dad. I understand that. So a perfect, beautiful family upbringing. But, you know, X years later, this little boy has got attachment issues and look and say, but how, why? Perfect family, beautiful family. He gave allowance for it was dad's job necessary to go. Mm. But actually it said, you are not as important as my, no matter how he logically put it, he knew. And so X years later, there's all sorts of stuff that that, that comes. So I, I went to the action man, for example, and why is it, what's that, what's using my toothbrush and not putting it back got to do with an action man when you were a six? It's got everything to do with it. Now I become possessive of my stuff. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my God. That's a and lot. That, toothbrush that you kept borrowing and you didn't put it back. I don't mind you taking it, but put it back, put it back. Why are you getting so angry and so upset? I don't know. But Gary, the longer we live, <laughs> the longer, the more of these experiences that we have. I mean, it's, it's, it also seems kind of like, oh, that we, that little boy with the father, like he seemed like he did the right thing. He couldn't Absolutely. not help his parishioner. So there was nothing wrong. So then how, what, how, how do we get, what do we do? How do you keep that from happening? Or what do you, you know you, it? How do you? You, you almost I, can't, Marcy, because you <laughs> don't know how that little boy's brain's going to receive right. that. Because his twin brother didn't. Right. So it's not a criticism of a dad. No, but what do you do? How, what do we do? Life is like, what do we? <laughs> you can't win. One, I, because you try to do the best that you can do as a parent. Who can but even after for? that, forget the parent part, because yeah, he did the right thing. But so then 20 years later, little Johnny's in a relationship and something like something is happening there and, and nothing's happened, but there's these old feelings are coming through. Yeah. How do you deal with that? How does he deal with that? How does his partner deal with that? 
to me, it seems like there's so much stuff in our brains and in our past and in yeah. our bones. Like, how do you, how do we have relationships that, with other people so with all tough, of this going Marcy. on? That's so tough because how is that little, that man now in relation going to put it back to when he was young and the dad? Right. The flora, I mean, he's not. It's just, and it's when I guess you come into therapy and you do a sort of a history. Uh, but sometimes we'll never find it. 